Ballots went out Friday for Colorado Springs municipal election. 25 people are running for four elected positions, and the mayor's race is generating hundreds of thousands of dollars in campaign donations. KRCC's Andrea Chalfin sat down with 6035 senior reporter Pam Zubek to talk about how finances are shaking out. Pam, you follow campaign finance every election. What are things looking like this year? Well, there's a lot of money in this race, and and as there well should be, because it's the first time in eight years that we have an open seat for mayor. So there's a lot of competition. There's 12 candidates running. There's five or six that have significant sums. And there's a lot at stake in this election as well. So there, a lot of money is going to pour into this election. And who are you seeing raising the most money? So far, the sitting at-large city councilman, Wayne Williams, has raised the most, followed closely by Yeme Mogulade. And their sources are very different. Wayne is getting a lot of development money. He got the endorsement from the Housing and Building Association of Colorado Springs, commonly called HBA, that came with a $50,000 donation, and that wouldn't preclude a subsequent donation. He also is going to be supported by some committees that don't coordinate with his election that are going to be funded, people believe, by development interests, whereas uh, Yemi, who is a businessman and former pastor kind of an everyman candidate, he has the most unique donors of anyone in the race, and by a wide margin. When you're looking over these reports so far, um, what has surprised you? Um, It surprised me that Yemi had used a strategy I've not seen before in fundraising, which is to engage donors on a um, payment plan, if you will. You see people giving regular once-a-month donations of a certain amount, um, but it provides a steady stream of campaign money coming in. I've never seen a local candidate do that. But of course, it's working because he's raised a lot of money. One thing that I might mention that I think is pertinent is that there's no limit in our local elections for city for how much money someone can give. Who are you seeing in terms of like um, what special interest groups are supporting whom? Oh, well, um, that's uh, the question of the hour, actually, (laughs) Andrea. You hit it right on the head. Um, Because in past elections, there would be a slate of candidates that would be supported by developers and builders and the whole industry uh, that revolves around that. Um, But not this election, Mm -hmm. because we have this spoiler, if you will, that is called the water ordinance, that has created a, a schism between developers, among developers. To and where this is the water ordinance that says that you have to have 128. 128% of water supply for the city, existing city, as well as whatever you're going to annex mm-hmm. at the time of annexation. Mm-hmm. So okay. it split the developers. They're, you know, they're choosing different candidates. And that's unusual. Mm-hmm. That's unusual. So we've got, we've got several more Uh, filing periods prior to the election. What are you expecting to see? The last cycle, we saw a pretty good amount of money pouring in. I think this next cycle, you're going to see a lot of money pouring in. And and from whom? Well, it won't even be reported on the candidates' reports. It'll be reported on these campaign committees that are set up. That's where the big money is going to fall because it's uh, 
committees that are uh, fueled by what, what's considered dark money. It's called dark money because the rules don't require them to disclose the source of the money. And so that's where I expect to see a lot of money come in, um, potentially, well, certainly tens of thousands. Mm. It could be hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. 